1: Well, hey, everybody, welcome back to the Common Good. My name is Aubrey Sampson alongside my co host Brian Fromm. We are thrilled today to talk a little bit more about revivals popping up on other Christian campuses around the country. Dr. Amanda Stagenborg, she's the Chief Communications Officer for the Council of Christian Colleges and Universities, is with us. Dr. Stagenborg, Amanda, thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. I am so happy and excited to talk with you. Well, we are so thrilled that you're here. Um, so our listeners know we've been talking and covering the Asbury revival for the past couple of weeks. Tell us what is happening maybe there and then what you're seeing happen at other Christian colleges around the country.
2: Yeah, well, it was a complete surprise at Asbury. Um As most people know by now, I think the New York Times calls it the Christian Woodstock. (laughs) And and there was um, a typical chapel service that started about two to three weeks ago, and then it just kept moving forward. It would not stop. And then it attracted uh, about 50,000 people on this little campus in Wilmore, Kentucky, And people were just struck by the word of God and by faith. And what I like to say is that it's really inspired people who are unapologetic about their faith to really vocalize worship out loud on these colleges and attracting people in the community and elsewhere. So. Um, as the Asbury Revival came to a close, um, other universities started looking at this and said, um, you know, is it possible that this would happen too for us? So looking at other colleges like Lee University, Hannibal LaGrange, Sanford University, um, these are all places where revivals have been sparked. Now, the challenge is... Um, Really, logistics for holding that many people, and uh, universities—a lot of universities that are smaller, especially like Asbury—weren't used to this, and so those have to be worked out. I do know that some are moving from the schools into larger auditoriums, um, and mm-hmm. and I think that's a great thing. But at the core of it all is this incredible intention. Um, intent to pray and commitment to the Lord. And quite honestly, I believe that people need some sort of positivity in society right now. Yeah. Um, And they need to be inspired. And um, there's so many studies that show that in moments of chaos, people always look to the Lord for inspiration and positivity. I think this is a key symbol of that. Hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a great yeah, background to this, Amanda. I think one thing people are wondering throughout history, and what we see going on right now, is why do they seem centered, in your opinion, on college Depression. campuses? Why are we not seeing this in? I know it's probably happen it happens in church and stuff, but. Uh, Aubrey and I both went to Wheaton when, you know, back in the mid nineties, or you read about the Asbury one in 1970, oh, yeah. why college campuses do you think?
2: Or, or why Christian college campuses or just campuses in yeah. general? Oh, yeah. yeah, I, well, Christian campuses are so special because, um, you, you aren't contained by your faith, um, and you aren't stifled in any way, uh, you are free to practice your faith out loud on a Christian campus, um, there's a lot of flexibility and and people just feel um, as if there is I believe students feel as if there is a a certain freedom on a Christian campus that doesn't exist on a secular campus, right? Um, Now, you do have groups on secular campuses that are dedicated to a denomination or maybe they go to chapel, but the majority of a student population um, is not, it's it's not all centered toward a one faith, hmm. and on a Christian campus, you do have that, and it's encouraged. Mm-hmm. Now we have um, we integrate faith on a Christian campus with academics and uh, athletics and everything. And uh, a Christian campus speaks to the whole person and development of that. I think that speaks a lot to it as well. So those Christian campuses are pretty special places.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And, uh, Amanda, you know, there's some naysayers out there, some critics that are like, this isn't a true revival, or if this is a revival, <laughs> we're going to see, you know, they've got their opinions or whatever. What are your thoughts? I mean, I know that's a kind of a big question, but what, what yeah. are your thoughts on that in general?
2: I would, I would probably ask them, what more could you possibly want? Mm. Um, mm-hmm. What more? I mean, this is, The Asbury was a uh, revival was grassroots. It sparked from the students. It came. It did not come from the administration. Yeah. It did not come from leadership. The students wanted this, and Mm -hmm. they made it happen. And why are we not? Why are we criticizing that? Um, I would think that that's exactly what you want from a revival. You want people to pray and sing and feel as if they can apply everything that they're feeling to their daily lives. And boy, what a great message that is, right? Mm. So I yeah, would say to the yeah. critics, I think this is exactly what you want right now. Oh. This is what we need right now. Mm, yeah.
0: yeah, And it feels really important that it's student-led. Like These uh-huh. are coming from the students. It wasn't like... You know, the president of Asbury is like, revival on Wednesday. At you know, it didn't start <laughs> no. that way. Uh, to speak to that, Amanda, the importance of the organic kind of a student grassroots nature sure. of these things. Well,
2: anything that comes from a student um, is going to be more. It's going to have more credibility to other students. It's going to have, um, I think, more an authentic nature, whereas if it comes from Mm -hmm. the top down, it could be viewed or interpreted as promotional or something to the students, which is what you can't do that with a revival. Mm -hmm. Um, A revival at its very core is authentic and pure. And for the students to want to do it really speaks to that unique nature of that. Um, So going on to other schools that want to replicate that, It's great, but it cannot come from the top down. It has to be coming Mm. from the students in order to have that special, unique quality. Yeah. You can't replicate it from leadership. It just
1: can't happen. Um, And Amanda, as the chief communications officer for the Council of Christian Colleges and universities, obviously you're kind of aware of what's going on, what God is doing in Christian campuses around the country. What are you hopeful for? What gets you excited right now?
2: Well, so many things get me excited. Uh, <laughs> as you can probably tell. Um, I'm I'm really hopeful for um, not just a revival, but I'm I'm hopeful I'm hopeful for the integration of faith and learning that's happening at all of our Christian colleges. Um, the the very special thing about a Christian college, as I said earlier, is that. um, You're not just going to a Christian college to learn um, how to apply a skill to your professional life, but it really is a calling on how to apply your faith in your professional life, your personal life, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. and how to move forward as an adult in your spiritual life. It is really exciting to me that this generation is so active and vocal in their faith. Because I think... That's what's going to move the Christian college forward from one generation to another are these moments Mm -hmm. like this. I'm really excited to see what's going to happen in the next two to five to 10 years um, with this generation, because they aren't quiet about their faith. Yeah, it's an exciting thing.
1: Yeah, that's very exciting. Well, Dr. Amanda Stagenborg is the chief communications officer for the Council of Christian Colleges and Universities. Uh, Amanda, thanks so much for being here with us today.
0: Thank you, Amanda. Thank
1: you. It was a pleasure. You're listening to The Common Good on AM 1160. Hope for your life.